0: You're listening to episode number 74 of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. In today's episode, I wanna chat with you about some simple ways that you can streamline your client communication. Because at the end of the day, we wanna make sure that we're using our precious time wisely and not getting caught up in the never-ending back and forth with our clients. So if you are ready, let's jump into today's episode. Mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mom photographers out there feeling overwhelmed trying to raise a thriving family and build a profitable business you love. I'm a business and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and homeschooling mama saved by grace, so I can totally relate to the never-ending to-do lists Hey, Mama, welcome back to the show. I am so happy to be here with you today. And this topic is something that is super important to me because it used to take so much of my time, especially as a business owner who really prides myself in getting to know my clients and being more personable with them, right? That's something that I really love and it takes time. And so I want to help you guys streamline this process a bit and hopefully you can implement these strategies um, even even if it's just one or two to help cut down on some of that back and forth. But before we dive into the first strategy, I want to take some time to just say thank you for tuning in today. I know there are so many other things that you could be doing right now, and the fact that you are ready to invest in growing your business and streamlining your business just makes me so proud and happy for you. For those of you that don't know who I am, I always love to introduce myself at the beginning of each episode just to sort of set the tone and remind you of who I am behind the mic here. My name is Ashley Freehand, and I am the founder of The Purpose Gathering, which is an online community and education platform for mom photographers. I remember many years ago kind of as I was in the thick of business and motherhood, I was raising two kids, and I just felt so alone. I felt like no one understood what it felt like to be a mom and a business owner. Um, I had a ton of friends that were moms and a ton of friends that were business owners, but nobody really understood the struggles of both. Also during this time, I kind of treated my photography business as a hobby for a really long time. And it wasn't until a couple of years ago that I seriously began to look at my business like a business and to step into that role of being the CEO of my business. And so my journey has sort of led me down this path of serving moms who own a business, but now more specifically moms that own a photography business because I know the intricate struggles of how to grow a business and how to book more clients and how to really take your business more seriously and what are the things that you can do to streamline. And so I created a group coaching program that's actually launching on August 1st, which I'm so excited about. And this program is really teaching you how to take your side hustle to CEO status and step-by-step what it looks like to get there. Because I have over a decade of experience that I have been holding back, right? Over the past two years with the Purpose Gathering as being just a mom business owner podcast, I wasn't really able to dive into the photography related topics. But now I can, and I'm so excited. I feel like I have so much to tell you and so much to talk about. But we all know that information is just a portion of growth, right? We can't grow if we don't actually take action on the information that we're learning. And so inside the Side Hustler to CEO program, not only am I giving you the tactical information and the step-by-step plan, I'm giving you the accountability along the way and the support for you to be able to ask questions and to grow deeper in the lessons that I'm teaching. So that way you can actually start to put them into action. But if you get stuck, I am there and our community is there to help you out. So if you're interested in learning more information and signing up to join us, you can head over to thepurposegatheringcom slash coaching for all the details. Okay, but let's get back into today's topic. This idea of streamlining client communication. I know it can be a huge time commitment, but it is one of those things that is incredibly important. Not only to stay ahead of your client's expectations and always be sending, you know, the next step for them so that they don't have to be wondering what's coming up. But also it gives you an edge. So when Your clients refer you, or I guess I should say they will want to refer you to other people because of this client communication piece. I can't tell you how many people have come to me after having a bad client experience with another photographer. And it seriously breaks my heart because as a natural communicator, it just feels like a no brainer to me. It just feels like, doesn't everyone do this? But I'm learning that communication is not something that everyone is good at, and I didn't realize that. And so taking the time today to really pour into this part of your business is going to give you a return tenfold. So again, I want to assure you that you're in the right place and that this is going to be something that is going to be so helpful for your business. All right, let's talk about strategy number one, and this is to direct all of your inquiries to one place. So if you get inquiries on Facebook, Instagram, text message, maybe your inquiry form on your website, I want you to direct everyone to one place. So for me, that's my contact form on my website. And I think that should be where you send all of your inquiries because this is so easy for you to cut down on all the back and forth questions, because if they go to your website first, they're likely going to walk through your journey. If you have your website designed properly, they're going to go through a journey on your website. All of their basic questions should be answered on the way to the contact form. And when you get those inquiries, you'll be able to manage them because they're all coming into one place. Now, I still sometimes struggle with this because I like to communicate with my clients where they like to communicate. We're going to get there. But for your inquiries, all of your inquiries should go down one funnel and it's super easy. So anytime someone messages you on Facebook, Instagram, or anywhere else that you get inquiries from, all you need to do is say, thank you so much for your inquiry. Can you please copy and paste this and shoot it on over to you know this link? You can give them your email address, but I prefer to go through the contact form on my website because you can actually link your contact form to your CRM, which we're going to talk about in a minute, and it will track all of your leads for you. And so if you get into this habit early on in your business, it's going to save you so much time. So you're not searching through old text messages or searching through, you know, an Instagram thread and trying to find that name of that person who inquired um, a week ago, right? So you're going to keep all of these inquiries organized, but you can only do that if you direct all the inquiries to one place. Now, this is seriously going to streamline that conversation piece for you. Strategy number two is to use canned templates. Now, these could be canned email templates, or you could use Instagram quick replies. This is something that I think is so crucial because you're able to save responses that you send out regularly and not have to retype them all the time. So I want to give you some examples. Let's talk about the canned email templates on Gmail. So you can create these by just typing out an email draft. And at the bottom of the email, there's three dots. You can click on those three dots and save the draft as a template. And then you can also title the template as what you want the subject line to be. So let me give you a couple of examples of some canned email templates that I use regularly. The first one would be if I get a wedding inquiry. Now, of course, I'm transitioned out of weddings, but this is just an example of what I was using. So so wedding response, yes. If I get an inquiry for a wedding and I'm available, I want to have a template that says, I'm available and kind of goes through a little strategy of welcoming them and, you know, congratulating them for their engagement and their upcoming wedding and letting them know I'm so excited they reached out and whatever details they give in the inquiry form, I love to play those back to them and just say something like, hey, I am so excited to hear from you. You're getting married at Villa Siena. That is such a beautiful venue. I actually got married there, or I've shot a wedding there before, and it's so beautiful. And I'm going to be attaching, you know, a gallery that I did there. And so I'm going to go deeper, I feel like, into these templates in a different episode. So I'm not going to get into everything that it says, But you want to sort of have this templated email pre-written so that when you get an inquiry, it's really simple for you to respond. And you're not like, oh, yeah, I need to add that to my to-do list. I need to get back to this inquiry. You already have the outline. You just go in and change a few things, maybe a link to a gallery or, you know, a couple words that makes it feel more customized to them, and then immediately shoot back that email. Now, I know there can be some conflicting advice out there, like you don't want to give your potential clients the idea that you respond at any time of the day or that they can expect a response back within 10 minutes because that's just crazy. But in my opinion, when you get an inquiry, you respond to that inquiry as quickly as you can. Now, of course, I am all about having boundaries. So if you're in the middle of a movie, like maybe don't run out of the movie and send this reply, but make it a priority to respond within one to two hours. And the reason being is that a lot of clients are looking for instant gratification. And so they're expecting a response relatively quickly. And generally, clients will book with the photographer that responded the quickest. And I can't tell you how many times I have gotten emails back saying, wow, thank you so much for your quick response. Because even if I don't work out to be the perfect photographer for them, and they they decide to hire someone else, at least they remember me as being prompt and being and being clear about what it is that I offer and what they can expect from working with me. I also have a canned template if I am not available for their session. So for a wedding, for instance, obviously, I would have to be available for their dates. Not like they can change that. Um, but sometimes when people write and they say, hey, I'm having this portrait session, or I really need my brand photos done on this specific Saturday. So if I don't have that Saturday available, I will have a canned email template that says, I'm so sorry, I'm not available. Like, thank you so much for thinking of me would you like some recommendations? Here are a few photographers that have a similar style that I think would be a great fit for you. And that just shows that even if I'm not getting their business, I still care about them. And I've had repeat business in the past from people when it didn't work out the first time, but they followed up with me, you know, several months later, or the next year, and they were like, hey, we really liked that you Still, we're trying to help us even if we didn't hire you and we remembered your name and we want to try to hire you this year for family photos or whatever it may be. And so a little bit goes a long way. Take care of your clients, potential clients, even if they don't end up hiring you because it could come back later or they might refer you to a friend. So always be thinking about keeping client communication positive even if they're not able to book you. Also think about canned email templates for requests for phone consultation. So maybe you're going back and forth on a couple of emails and you finally are like, you know what, I think this would be a better conversation over the phone so I can get all of your questions answered. And so having a template for that is super important as well. Another couple of templates that you might have would be a what to wear guide. And then maybe your preferred vendors. So hair and makeup artists or videographer recommendations. So that would be a really great template to have as well. So let's circle back to the Instagram quick replies, because some of you might not have heard about those before, and they are amazing. So any conversation that you typically write out multiple times, so for instance, that template where you're going to send it to them and it's going to say, hey, thank you so much for your inquiry. I'm so excited to chat details with you. Can you please copy and paste this and send it on over to, you know, thepurposegathering.com contact. Link your form there and have that as a quick reply on Instagram so you don't constantly have to type that out. And you can do just a quick Google search about how to set up quick replies, but they are so amazing. I also have one for my story. So a lot of people are asking me, like, hey, how did you get started in your business? I love your vision. I love your heart. I would love to hear more about how this started. And so I just quickly type in story and it populates my long, drawn out story that I use as a quick reply because I don't want to type that out every time, but I do want to be thorough with sharing my story. Okay, let's chat about strategy number three. And I already sort of touched on this, but that is clear website copy. You want to be sure that you are designing your website and you are strategically creating your copy to take your potential client on a journey. Think about the questions that you would have if you were looking for a photographer. And as you start to get those questions from clients, make a list of them and start to add that information onto your website. The website is the first impression that someone gets of you and your brand and your business. And you want it to be so crystal clear what you offer, who you offer it to, how you're going to help them. What problem are you going to solve for them? And talk about what to expect when they work with you and how the process works. When can they expect their photos? What is your starting price point? I think it's so important that this information is front and center and clear. Now, of course, you don't want to overwhelm your potential client by telling them too much information. There should be very specific information, and then there should be also places that they can click and go deeper if they want more information. But I think it's so important that you spend time making sure your website copy is clear. And I think this is a great future episode topic where we could dive in even deeper about website and how that all works together as your first impression. Okay, moving on to strategy number four, create a client communication workflow. Now, this is going to be so helpful, especially if you have clients that are on a bit of a longer journey, like a wedding client, or maybe you have a repeat brand photography client, and there's still a workflow that can go into this. But after the inquiry, and they decide to book with you, I want you to be thinking through what are the next steps? What are the next steps? pieces of information that you'll need your client to know? What action steps will they need to take? And so I want you to sort of think through this process. So the wedding process is something that, like I said earlier, is a longer process. It's a longer journey. So you could even incorporate, if you have a blog, which I think everyone needs to have a blog, but if you don't have a blog yet, think about a blog. But having some content pieces that you could weave in there. So when I was focused on wedding photography, I did a lot of supporting educational content, like how to hire your videographer, how to prioritize your wedding budget, how to use Pinterest to plan your wedding. So that type of content you could actually weave into your communication workflow with your client to just enhance their experience even more but maybe there's going to be an email that you're going to send out for booking their engagement session or choosing a location. So I want you to kind of think through that client journey of after they book with me, what are the next steps? Map out all these steps that your client is going to go through, what information they're going to need along the way, and you can start to create these emails as you go. So I don't ever recommend sitting down and trying to write a 20 email workflow because that's going to feel really overwhelming. But if you can start with just one email, so if you have a client right now that's going to be going through that journey, just be at least one to two emails ahead of what's coming. So you can create that email, send it to them, and then save it as a template. Now, what's even more amazing is you can start to automate this workflow using a CRM like HoneyBook. Now, HoneyBook is my client or customer relationship management software. It's where I do all of my invoicing. My clients can sign their contracts. We can communicate in there. My lead generation is tracked through HoneyBook. And it's just an incredible CRM. So if you don't have one of those yet, definitely look into that. And if you want to give Honeybook a try, I have an affiliate link that I'll put in the show notes so that you can get 50% off for your first year. So, what this would look like is you would take those emails that you're creating and you can start to schedule when they send to your client. So, you could set up a workflow that would say, send this email immediately after they sign the contract, send this email three days later. So you can set it up like that where it's more time sensitive, or you can set it up with specific dates that you want the emails to be sent out. So I know that this strategy might feel like an advanced strategy for some of you. And you might be like, oh my gosh, that sounds over my head. And trust me, I can relate because I have so been there and I have so put off doing stuff like that for too long because it just seemed overwhelming and daunting. But you're totally capable. You can totally do this. And this is something that's going to streamline your communication, which is going to just put you on another level as the CEO of your business. And these are the kind of topics that we are going to be diving into deeper in the Side Hustler to CEO program. I provide more in-depth trainings for how to set this up, what it looks like, and then we have a 90-minute group coaching call every single week. So any other questions that you have that weren't answered in the training, or maybe just some other questions that you came up with, can be asked during these coaching calls. Okay, and the final strategy that I want to share with you today is to find out your client's preferred method of communication. So this is after your client has already booked you, what is their preferred method of communication? And now this seems really obvious, but it can be so helpful for you to know because you want your clients obviously to get the information that you send quickly, but you also want to be able for them to respond quickly. So I'm not saying that you should cater to your client and only communicate with them the way that they want to communicate. I'm saying figure out the preferred method of communication so that you can relate to them when you send them information. So for instance, I know that a lot of my clients like to text and I personally love texting. I know that not everybody does and it could be a bit of a controversial topic whether or not you know people should have your personal information and if you should be available at all times and i personally don't mind because i love the personal connection with my clients and i just feel like a text is way more personal than an email but of course to each their own so if you prefer email as your preferred method i totally get it but what i mean by this is If they prefer texting and you prefer email, you could shoot them over an email through HoneyBook if you have your CRM because it's great to keep everything in one place and then send them a text and just say, hey, I sent you an email. Please check it out when you get a chance and let me know what you think. I think it's also important here to note that you should have some communication expectations with your clients and work hours. Absolutely. You should have some dedicated work hours and let your client know like as soon as they book you. Hey, so I typically respond to emails or text messages within 24 hours. The hours in which I reply are Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 9am to 5pm or whatever it is. Like give them the days and the times that they can expect to hear back from you. And my clients always respect those boundaries. And so if you just set those expectations up front, they will be so much more likely obviously to respect those because they are spoken. I think so often we just assume that people know when appropriate times to, you know, communicate are, and that's not always the case. And so if we are just open with those expectations, um, I think it's just going to be so much easier to handle and manage. So that's all I have for you guys today. I hope that you have enjoyed these five strategies to streamline your client communication. I'll run through them one more time just in case you forgot. Strategy number one is to direct all inquiries to one place. Strategy number two is to use canned email templates or quick replies on Instagram. Strategy three is to have clear website copy. Strategy four is to create a client communication workflow, and the fifth and final strategy was to find out preferred method of communication and set those expectations. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot of it, share it on on Instagram, and tag me at The Purpose Gathering. I always love hearing from my listeners and getting to know more of you because it's really sad sometimes speaking to my microphone and never knowing who's listening. So I would love for you to connect with me over on Instagram. And as always, mama, I am here rooting for you. And you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things and life is about more than just surviving. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage to become a part of our free online community and connect with like-minded mom photographers. Head on over to the purpose slash mamas. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future together. Let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this, girl, and I can't wait until next time.